This is Big Red Esports on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh. Okay. Same time. Same. We were on the same idea. We're back. We've talked about a lot of different things from the uh, FTC Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard to just a bunch of random topics from shows, movies, everything in between. And I think we got a little bit of some snacks. Mm -hmm. Some Uh, snacks. But what I want to get into here is a huge topic in the Call of Duty realm. At every single level, roster mania is in full force. We're not even to the point where people can trade or teams can quote-unquote trade. Uh, Most of the league is now described as what is known as unrestricted free agents. Before we get started, Rostermania, I'm assuming it's basically like the NBA draft and NFL draft, but for esports, yes? Yes, but there's a lot less rookie intake mm. uh, because of the current age range of a lot of the players. It's a lot of the same, and you get a couple new rookies at the beginning of the year, and over the course of the year, there's some there's some drops, some, you know, some rookies come in over the year uh, because Challengers is essentially a G League where you can just pull straight out. So, for example, that'd be like Optic picking up Boston Breach's Academy player, Ghosty, which unfortunately now is a uh, unrestricted free agent. He is probably the face of the league going forward, which is a, it's a weird business move for them, but mm-hmm. it just says how big this roster mania is. Over half of the league is unrestricted free agents, and it's a lot of the big players, too, that just have been in bad situations. So the oldest player in the league, Clayster, is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, unfortunately... Oh, my God. Clayster's, uh, Clayster's still playing? Yeah. He's going for another chip. That's, Dude, it, that's his goal. Is he That guy's been around since, what, like 2013? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's 31 now, dude. Oh, my... He's mm-hmm. 31. He is... He's proving that you can still do it at that elite level. He is still at peak. He's just been in really poor team situations. So there's players like him that are still at his peak. Uh, Octane retired as soon as the season was over. Octane is another huge. Uh, he's been around since Black Ops 3. And so and we talked about that earlier when that yeah. was released. <laughs> well, and he, he was a challenger. Well, challengers. He was a player before then in, in uh, COD World League as well. So... There, I mean, there's just a lot of people on the board, and so it makes sense that they would, especially Optic, every team except for New York has dropped people. Hmm. New York is the only team that is looking to get, stay together, and they're the team that won the world championship, gotcha. which okay. makes sense. But, yeah. They're in a place where they really don't need to change it. Mm-hmm. Was it? Did they win 4-0? Yeah, they want. Yeah, I mean, it's a grand. Oh, that's right. It's a best of nine. And then they. Okay, so I think my favorite part about the entire grand finals for the Call of Duty, yeah, CDL was, was uh, the other team basically was like, oh, we only have to worry about Hydra. Hydra is the one player on their team that does anything. If we shut Hydra down, we win. And then one of the other guys in their team, Kismet, got mad and was like. Big Doug. Uh, there's they call other Bulldog. people on this team other than Hydra, and then he just immediately like first game, and he was, I want to say he went like thirty four and seven. eight or something. Yeah, thirty four and seven. I think in was hard the point, ratio. which is absurd. And it he was just 
after every game he's standing up he's like screaming right at him he's like you yeah. guys heard me well and in between s and d rounds he was uh, they've kind of released some of the video from their cameras and the audio with it and in between each search and destroy round he was saying look at the trophy that's our trophy he was well, fully in it. It what was, was it? It's like map three in Kismet Center. He's like, man, we really are world champions right now. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All I can think about when you were like, he's standing up and shouting is like that one meme of like the girl yes, shouting yes, at the Oh, cat. no, that's yes. exactly what it looks like. like. It is what so it looks like. So there's this meme on the internet, for those who don't know, of this girl who's like sobbing, screaming. It's from Desperate Housewives, in case yeah. you're wondering. Okay, there we go. And she, she's, being, she's being held back by someone. Know. And then someone paired it with another picture of a cat sitting at a dinner table looking disgusted. <laughs> he looks mad. Mm-hmm. And so it is just so funny because it looks like this woman's yelling at this cat. And this cat's mm-hmm. just like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. That's, that's all really I can funny. think about happening. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just, that's exactly what I thought of, too. Yeah, it's like, even better because Kismet's nickname is Bulldog. Oh, the Bulldog. Beautiful. Yeah, well, now... The Boulder. Uh, the problem now is we have two uh, players. One of them's retired now uh, that go by nicknames like Dog. So there's Methods, and his name was the Big Doggy Dog. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then now we got the Bulldog, mm-hmm. Kismet. But Kiz has been around for a while, so it's, I mean, that's kind of been a thing. But New York is the only team that's not changed anything on the roster. Uh, we thought Los Angeles was going to be safe, but uh, they're looking to possibly get rid of two of their players on top of losing Octane hmm. to retirement, which is, I mean, it's crazy, but... There's a lot of players looking to get in, and the problem now is most of them are ARs, and there's just too many ARs to find spots for all of them. Mm-hmm. So we're really going to see a, a culling in some ways where some players are going to have to go back down to challengers, or we're going to see some teams expand into the into the league where we're now at 12. The, the goal would be 14 to 16 would be huge. Uh, Team War, which is currently just a, a esports work, they're begging to get in at this mm. point. They are on Twitter everywhere, just let me in. <laughs> so we may see an expansion. Uh, it's unconfirmed of anything going on. I've not seen really any talk about anything actually expanding in the league, mm-hmm. but that would alleviate some problems. I feel like they should just go back to a world, like a world league, instead. Let's, go let's, ahead. What's, what's going on? You're good. Go ahead. Okay. My chair's creaking. Yeah, I'm just laughing at the chair. We just have some sound effects. It's okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, so there's just a lot going on in in the league. Uh, We're not even to the point where players are actually getting traded yet, and it's technically illegal for anybody to have any verbal agreements beforehand. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see some chaos on tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow is day one of uh, of the trades. Trades, Mm -hmm. technically. Uh, It's basically a lot of – and the other thing, too, is – a lot of unrestricted free agents will also negotiate with their own team again. Hmm. It's essentially just going to be contract re- mm-hmm. renegotiations, which happens a lot, especially now because a lot of budgets are dropping. Uh, because in, in the CDL, a lot of the franchise stuff has been who can buy the best players, who can pay the best and treat them the best, which is very expensive. And we're seeing some teams pull ahead and some teams kind of fall behind in that regard. So uh, Ultra which was a really good team this year and honestly could have gone and not done anything. They're getting rid of all but one of their players. At least right now, they're, they're not bringing them back. Or um, I mean, Remarkably, FaZe is only dropping one player, and the, the player has been kind of called for his head for the whole year, unfortunately, because the guy's really good. I don't think he clicked with the trio, though. FaZe, has had, FaZe is one of the few teams that's had a consistent face of people 
over the years, and it's this trio. And the the subduo is called the Tiny Terrors. It's a BZ and Simp, and then there's Celium, and they played in Challengers together. And so they've always stuck together, and they've not been split up. And the, there's no way that they're splitting up now. It looks like they're keeping them all together, and they're looking to find an AR to kind of fill that void. Uh, the rumor, there's so many rumors. There's like thousands of them <laughs> for different combinations and everything. The one that would be kind of neat in my mind would be to bring Clayster back because Clayster was the one that mentored all of them mm. and brought them into the league. And now he's been through the gauntlet at every every Full which place moment. where he, he was seen as a mentor and he has been. He's been a great progenitor of talent. But he's been in so many poor team situations that he's not been able to play at a high at a high level. So he could go back there. He could go to Boston, which would be kind of fun. Uh, but they're I mean they're in a really rough situation right now. Uh, they got maybe one player or two on the roster. Florida is going to change from the Florida Mutineers to the Miami Heretics, which hmm. is an or, like it's a separate org that bought that bought out the the franchise spot so they're but they're basically making it all uh spanish players or latin american players that's cool um so only one of their players was retained because he's spanish so that i mean that's three players that arguably or four actually Mm because they had a sub go for it okay well is that because of like language barriers communication issues or just because it's a brand thing it's an organization that is traditionally latin american spanish and so they just have that as their shtick uh it's it's like london only wanting that's what i was gonna because i I know there's a big issue with league rosters on language barriers and that's been a big thing people talk about it for imports yeah and how it can change the gameplay because they don't know the language they don't know how to talk to each other yeah so communication issues with uh, challengers, there was one team that there's a few teams that are at the higher level that speak in a different language than English, but most of them speak English as a base language. Okay. Uh, just as teams come from different areas and they're like, all right, it's easier just English mm-hmm. because you're you're saying box or Xbox, right? Uh, top paper, mm-hmm. random short phrases, and I mean you can do that in other languages, mm-hmm. but like Russian. I'm not doing that in Russian. There's so many different ways that could go. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot. We may see a team expansion. Um, there's, I mean, there's so much to keep track of. I have to constantly check Twitter all the time because that's the only place you can get really some quick updates on it. But right now, I think would be a great time to get into it because we're going to see a lot of teams settle down after this. We're going to see some franchise-level Team building, especially at the top, I'd say the top four are going to have some, probably some staple teams that won't change too much. The only thing I may see changing is, uh, I mean, if Optic went and got Ghosty again, he's going to stay there for a long time because he really clicked with that squad. Um, FaZe is going to probably lock down with their roster. They usually do for at least a couple of years. Uh, and that kind of saves face and gives a more team love aspect, which is really difficult to attain, especially with an organization that is separate branding wise from your franchise. So, for example, I love to just cheer for Optic in every in every esport because mm-hmm. it's just what I grew up watching. Right, every org has their has their following, and nowadays, especially with franchising, it's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get in touch with your orgs mm-hmm. because they all go by different names. And they don't have a unified identity. And with franchising, it's harder for 
some challengers teams to gain that kind of following on the same level that, say, Optic and FaZe had. That's in Cloud9 and other groups. Mm -hmm. C9, C9. <laughs> mm, I don't know. So is it like off season right now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Chance was a, Chance was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I was like, man, roster switches are going well, crazy. Yeah. Overwatch League is falling apart. Mm -hmm. I knew about that. Because they haven't even played the, they haven't even started their, <coughs> their finals tournament. And everyone is dropping like half their rosters <laughs> yeah. and like people are <sighs> retiring. Oh my gosh. Like Dante just retired, which was that. the last original... He was the last original SF Shock player. I think there's one more person from season one who's still in the league. I can't remember who it is. You guys have it, it might have been still Dante. From season one? Well, we're only in season five or six. Oh, okay. We're not. Sorry. We're not league. <laughs> I I forget. But no, he's. I think I think he might have been the last person, and he just like retired in the middle of the season and was like, "Sorry guys, solo tank is too hard for me. I feel like I'm letting my teammates down. Sorry. Aww. See ya." Aww. And I was just like, "Man." feels bad but also like just pull the super thing and just go stream yeah because it works so much better for does. a lot of and people it makes you feel a lot like mental health wise it yeah. just feels better but mostly people. like toronto dropped five no four four out of seven players and then picked up some people the world the, the u.s world cup team has been <laughs> going through it oh, no. i think I think there's been what eleven different people on the U.S. World Cup team, and they originally announced six because people just get dropped, and then they pick up new ones, and then that guy has an allegation, so we have to drop him, and then we pick up a new person, and then that new person plays really poorly in this game, so they got to drop him and pick someone else up, and it's like, guys, I know we're winning, and we're U.S. It's just it's going to be U.S. South Korea again. Yeah, that's mm. how it. That's how World Cup just kind of tends to go. Mm -hmm. But didn't they win, didn't they win can over Canada? Right? Oh yeah, we yeah. they beat Canada first game mm -hmm. and <laughs> kicked their butt. Yeah, and mm -hmm. then they played Mexico afterwards, and they just all off rolled for the second map because they were like, I mean, they dominated the first map, mm -hmm. and they were like, okay, let's all just swap it up for the second map. And then they lost the second map, and they were like, they mm, maybe <laughs> maybe we should make sure we win. Which. Funny, so. we did that at a LAN with League once, where we were like, oh, we're doing it, we're going to be fine. It's like a silver gold team. We have, like, masters, grandmasters, diamond players. And we put someone on, like, a champion they've never played before, and he ran it down. Mm -hmm. He played Ezreal. <laughs> Very high skill champ. Everything that you do is a skill shot, basically. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and he went, like, 4-10 and ten into... Uh, Oh, what was it? It was something really hyperscale. Lucian. It's a Lucian Nami, which is one of the most annoying comps that you can go into, <laughs> or like duos. Mm. So we we definitely have done the same thing in COD. Uh, <laughs> shout out Eastern Michigan. Uh, we basically said um, for a couple of the games that we've played, especially the game before Independence uh, Christian College and the game before Windsor, we said. We're going to play maps that we're not comfortable on. We're going to let them choose whatever they want. I don't care. We're going to just not choose whatever they want because we have to take turns banning mm -hmm. things. But we're going to ban the things we're comfortable in hmm. and play what we're not comfortable in because then we get a little bit more locked in. We're a little bit more comfortable mm -hmm. because we have a little bit more experience on where certain players may go. Mm -hmm. And 
unfortunately for both of those, going into our second game of the night uh, with Independence and Windsor on separate weeks, uh, it didn't end up turning out that like in our favor, I guess. Uh, we got really close with Independence, and they turned out to... We actually beat them out in playoffs, which is kind of weird. Not not playing them one-to-one, but they fell out before we did, and I'll take that as a win. That's, <laughs> I mean, when Iowa, when Iowa beat both, we really just sat there and we were like, man, how? <laughs> how, how do we not? And I, I, looking back, we'll fix it. We'll look back at it and fix it coming into the season, and I think we also There's just something you've got to yeah. evaluate. Mm-hmm. Well, we also didn't take – Admittedly, we didn't take it too seriously until probably February. So no. we didn't scrim. Once the game came out, we scrimmed four months late. So, I mean, you can only do so much, but I think we did what we could. Yeah. Because yeah. you have a nice crew coming up That's in this true. semester. And Do we know when tryouts are happening? Or uh, I need to talk with Sully for a specific time, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking early August. Mm. And I'm looking for a couple players uh, if you're going to UNL and you want to play Call of Duty, I need a couple players for a second team so then we can uh, run the gauntlet and win nationals. So yeah. We're going to take a quick break before we do our ending segment here, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 